Welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. If you're looking for news, tips, and stories about fishing the Great Lakes, you've come to the right place. And now your host, Chris Larson. Welcome to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast. Today our guest is Captain Matt Dusen from Powderhorn Sport Fishing out of Holland, Michigan. Matt, welcome to the show. Well, thanks, Chris. Glad to be on the show. It is July 7th, and you were out on the lake this morning with the charter group. How was the fishing today? Our fishing was uh, pretty steady. Uh, we ended up with our limited trout in about three hours. Um, did have a couple of silver bites uh, early on, but they, they, you know, pretty much hit it and spit it. And uh, unfortunately, we didn't get them uh, hooked up too well. So, What's your program like this year? What do you, this time of year, what do you... Kind of doing how are you fishing this time of year um this time of year you know we are uh, still getting some silver fish um a lot of our fishery is trout so we are we are uh focused on getting our limited trout every time that we head out with our groups we do target silverfish when when we know that we can uh basically try to uh maximize on that for the customer if uh you know we have uh, some some climate change or the water temp changes and we know where that school might be moving to so we will do that um but right now our, our majority of the fishery is is trout tell me about that home port of holland what is it like fishing out of there well, i really enjoy fishing out of holland um you know we're basically out of lake makatawa and then uh, we head out uh, through the channel into lake michigan and lake makatawa is uh, also a really nice uh you know little lake to kind of um have some fun fishing um but Fishing out of Holland has been pretty great. Uh, we we uh, spend a lot of time down uh, near the Saugatuck area as well. And this year we've had a very successful year. We've had a lot of uh, trout limits, and our silver fishing uh, in May was phenomenal. We uh, you know really can't complain. It's been an excellent year for us. Yeah, we also spend about- a lot of time fishing out on the clay flats and. Uh, you know, getting a lot of trout out there, and um, we find some silvers there as well. Yeah, let's unwrap that a second. It's kind of an interesting setup you have there in Holland. The marina that you guys are based in is actually on this inland lake that flows into Lake Michigan. You guys are running sheephead charters on that island and on that inland lake as well. Tell us about that lake and kind of how how things set up from there. So Lake Makatawa is, uh, you know, it's a pretty good sized lake. Um, and we do run a lot of sheephead charters, which are a ton of fun. Um, they're actually one of the things I enjoy most, because uh, it gives us a, a little bit of break from the big lake, but a lot of the time, what I enjoy most is just being out there with uh, the families. A lot of young kids, uh, parents will book these for their, for their children, for birthday parties and stuff like that. We, we run a three-hour charter, and within that time frame, um, we've put everywhere from 100 fish in the boat to on average about 50 or 60. We used to do four hour charters uh, for that inland lake charter and we actually just bumped it down to three this year because a lot of the times uh, the kids would get worn out with just how many fish they were reeling in. So it's it's been a ton of fun. Yeah, that sounds like a good time. You talked about it a little bit heading down to Sagatuck. You talked about the clay flats. Tell me about how the lake sets up once you move out of that inland lake and get out on the big lake. How do things set up out there? So it's it's a gradual drop off, and a lot of the uh, a lot of it uh, is, is basically a sand um, bottom. You know, there's there's not a whole lot of structure to the uh, 
to the seafloor there. So it's it's uh, pretty consistent as far as you know running your trout rigs and stuff like that on the on the bottom. But other than that, yeah, it's uh, it's basically just that gradual drop off once you get there. So. What kind of depths are you typically fishing in? What kind of what how deep of water were you guys in today? And you said you're you're catching mostly trout on the bottom. What are we looking at for a setup on your boat when you're out there? So like we're generally fishing about 90 foot all the way out to 150. Um, today, some of my best fishing was in 110 foot of water. Um, so we just have some trout kind of move in a little bit closer um, and, and a little bit shallower depth. Um, we did catch a lot of suspended trout this morning. Um, so normally we are fishing for them on the bottom, um, but we did have some of our, our rigs, uh, you know, just, uh, you know, suspended five foot above the, the sea floor there. And we picked up a lot of fish there as well today too. What are you using for gear to get your gear down to those kind of depths? What does your spread look like when you're out there fishing? So we have um, our cannon down riggers. So we're running those. We have a, a couple out downs that we'll put all the way on the bottom. And then usually we'll keep our shoot rigger uh, down the middle fishing for silver. So we'll uh, run a spoon a little bit higher up, uh, basically targeting the depth that we've been catching a lot of our, you know, kings and cohos at this time. And then we also run uh, some, some divers. Today we had, you know, one side of our, uh, our boat, our port side of the boat was uh, set up where we were uh, fishing with the divers suspended to get those suspended trout. And then our starboard side was um, basically bumping the bottom. But I'll be honest with you, the main thing that helped us catch our fish today was our fish hawk probe. That uh, That's what found our suspended fish today for us. And, and we uh, started targeting those and actually uh, what we limited out with. How are you using the fish hawk to do that, Matt? Tell me about your process there and, and how you use that to find your fish today. So what we did is we'll run that fish hawk down our chute, um, down our middle rigger. And um, I'm constantly using that fish hawk to check the different depths temperature. And I found that it was five degrees colder as I uh, raised it up about five feet. Once I, once I real, realized that it was five degrees colder off of the bottom, or from the bottom there is when I realized that some of those trout might be suspended and not just laying right on the uh, on the sea floor there on the, the sand and the clay flats there. You know, we really appreciate your product more than anything, to be honest with you. I, that thing is uh, something that we cannot fish without. And that's the first question that we normally get asked when we uh, start setting up is what is that, what is that plastic looking thing that you're sending down there? And I'm like, this is the most important part to this entire setup here. Um, so it's, it's pretty cool explaining that to our customers and, uh, making sure they understand what we're doing as we're pulling the shoot down rigger up and down and up and down and trying to check what the water temps are and, uh, you know, being sure that we're successful targeting that, uh, temperature that we want to catch our fish in. Sure. So you found that little different temperature in the water pocket there and that's where you found the fish. Yeah. And a lot, yeah, absolutely. And a lot of the time, you know, we don't use our, uh, our electronics to, you know, mark fish. Um, we typically are going to fish based off of temperatures and we find that's a lot easier way for us to be more successful. You know, basically like today, for example, it was 45 degrees on the bottom and then, uh, about five feet up, it was 40 degrees. So we targeted that temperature today and started pulling some of our divers, um, up a little bit. And that's what ended up, uh, taking the last few fish that we had today to get our, our trout limit. What are those fish eating? 
uh, spinning glows. We're running spin doctors with uh, Dreamweaver spin doctors with uh, spinning glows behind them, and that that seems to do pretty well for us. They're eating a lot a lot of gobies now, and and that's made them uh, a lot more you know a much better table fare, and uh, they're not so greasy and slimy as as they used to be. So. I get a lot of guys that are like, oh, those, those trout are disgusting. I'm like, try them again. You probably haven't had them in 20 years. And their, their diet has changed so much that they're, uh, they're actually one of my favorite fish out there to eat. What are the seasonalities of your area? You talked about uh, the coho coming up. How does the fishery change throughout the year out of Holland? As far as the, the, the cold goes, you know, um, sometimes we have to do an east-west program um, just based off of currents and, and stuff like that. Typically, we end up uh, basically kind of, you know, following our, our uh, silverfish from uh, the south uh, to the north as they uh, as they move to them colder, you know, colder waters. We're usually waiting for the salmon to come back around uh, the end of July, going into August. And when the salmon come back, then we'll uh, end up doing a little bit more fishing outside of the, you know, the rivers um, where they're going to be staging to go back in. So. So you've got the coho kind of run through early in the year, and then you don't see salmon for a while until they start coming back down to run. Yes, yep, absolutely. What's it like to be on the water with you for the day? What is a day with Captain Matt Dusen going to be like for folks who uh, choose to book a charter with Powder Home Charters? Well, for us, you know, uh, obviously fishing, you know, and catching is important, but it's it's more about the experience. It's about, you know, having a good time with our crew that we have for the day. You know, we've fished with everybody from, you know, families to, um, you know, having uh, business associates on the boat that are, um, you know, maybe taking clients out or something like that. And for us, it's just all about having fun and making sure that, uh, you know, we, we make a, make it a positive experience for you. You know, typically we have very, very successful days, and we've we've been very successful this uh, season. We catch a lot of fish, and we will catch fish, but the, every everybody's going to have a rough day. And for those days, um, it's about making sure that our, our customers are having a, a fun time and a good experience out on the water. And so we do everything that we can to make sure that, uh, you know, it's it's more than just fishing to us. It's, it's, it's connecting with that group of people that are on the boat that day and um, finding some common ground between us and, and just having a good time. Man, how long have you been doing this? How long have you been uh, fishing Lake Michigan as uh, just a guy out fishing and then as a, as a charter captain as well? Um, so I kind of started out fishing um, with uh, Powderhorn as a first mate. I was donating uh, my time to uh, work with uh, Captain Tim Becker and uh, he partners up with Safari Club International and we do a lot of donated charters. Um, so we work with groups in West Michigan and, and work with underprivileged youth that uh, basically could use a good fishing trip. So we work with kids that have special needs, uh, work with kids that may have been through um, some type of abuse or uh, anything like that. And uh, what I started doing is I, I ended up knowing some kids that were going to be on the boat one day. Um, they happened to go to the same school as my son. And I just... Uh, Asked Captain Tim uh, if I could volunteer my time to kind of help out as a mate and kind of start learning a little bit about fishing. Uh, I've been on a few charters with him and I really enjoyed it. And I figured that would be a good way for me to, uh, you know, kind of not only donate my time, but, uh, you know, help out some some uh, kids in the area. And uh, from there, started running more charters with him. Kind of fell into uh, running as a, as a captain as we started to expand the business and 
get really busy and uh I was doing about 20 charters for the Safari Club charters and that was for about 2 years and then uh this past year I got my captain's license I'm sorry uh, last year I got my captain's license so I ran as a uh captain last year and this is my second season running as captain on the uh, real ginger that's very cool. Very cool way to get into it. I love that story. When you're out there with uh, inexperienced anglers, what do you see as kind of a common mistake that uh, a lot of people make that, that would help them catch more fish? A common mistake is a, we call it a bass master hook set. So a lot of the times when we're trolling, it's, it's very new um, to a lot of people and they don't have any experience with that. Um, and then not realizing that when we're handing them the, the rod or the pole, or we're handing them the fishing pole, um, those fish are already hooked. So they start, um, you know, kind of pulling back on the uh, on the rod there to try to hook the fish, and it's already hooked, and they end up horsing the fish a little too much and pull the pull the hooks out. So, um, you know, we try to explain that and uh, let everybody know that you know, uh, keep a steady reel and keep your rod tip up. Slow and steady always wins that race. Um, you just got to take your time and uh, g- take what the fish gives you. A lot of the time, we'll be very successful with that uh, with that strategy. But uh, you know, I understand a lot of people get really excited the first uh, time we put the rod in their hands, and uh, the first first thing that normally happens is you know they'll, they'll kind of pull back a little too hard and pull those hooks right out of uh, the fish's mouth. Very cool. Matt, thanks so much for coming on the show. Is there something that you wanted to talk about that I didn't ask you about today? No, I just, um, you know, glad to be out on the water. Uh, Glad that, you know, uh, we've been blessed to be successful this season. Um, You know, with the COVID-19, you know, we've actually added a second boat to our fleet this year, and both boats are running pretty much full time. Um, And we're just happy that uh, we're able to to book as many trips as, as we are. So, Right now we're up to about 250 trips that we'll be running on the Real Ginger, which is the boat that I'm on. And then uh, we are starting to, you know, book our other our other boat to uh, the vacation time. You know, a lot of families are starting to take vacations right now, and uh, and it's keeping us very busy. And and we're pretty much been on the water, uh, you know, twice a day uh, for the last two weeks. And so I'm not uh, complaining to have the evening off today, especially with the heat. It's been uh, it's been a good run, and uh, I'm glad to sit in the air conditioned tonight and talk to you. So, <laughs> well, it's good to hear that you guys are busy. I know things were tough early in the year with COVID-19 in the state of Michigan. So, good to hear you guys are back out on the water and getting out and doing some chartering for some folks and getting them on some fish. If you want to learn more about Captain Matt Dusen and the operation he works with, Powder Home Charters, you can go to Powder hornchargers.com. They're on Facebook at Powderhorn Sport Fishing Charters. And you can see Matt Dusen on Instagram at Captain underscore Matt underscore Dusen. That's D-O-O-Z-A-N. Captain Matt Dusen, thanks so much for coming on the show. Hey, thanks, Chris. I appreciate you having me. Thanks for listening to the Great Lakes Fishing Podcast presented by Fishhawk Electronics. For more information on fishing the Great Lakes, visit our blog at fishhawkelectronics.com.